Hey guys, I hope you're having a great day. I wanted to share with you this audio clip from an interview I did um, where they were just kind of asking me some origin origin questions about the golf room, where it started, why it started, like the mission of what we're doing, what the plans are for the future, and so forth. And I thought it'd be pretty cool to share it with you, just so you can get a in-depth look into the golf room and really understand like the purpose behind like why we're doing everything that we're doing and where we're moving towards in the future. So I uh, hope you enjoy, and let's turn it on now. So how did I start the golf room? Well, that's an interesting question. So um, I'm from Powell, which is basically right here. Um, And I played high school golf here. And when I played here, obviously the weather's not very good. So there's a place up up the street called Golden Bear Driving Range. And I would go there and hit balls as a kid in the snow thinking I was getting better, but I was actually just wasting my time, not trying to not feel convicted for not practicing, kind of like, you know, I knew I should be hitting balls, but it was actually of no value of all because you couldn't even see it because it's gray and there's snow and it's just to check a box. So from there, I went to Seton Hall and I played golf at Seton Hall. Um, I was a, uh, I got Seton Hall Athlete of the Year. I got inducted to their Hall of Fame like three years ago, which I was the only golfer to get inducted in there, which was really cool. And then I graduated turned pro and got engaged in a weekend, which basically sums up my personality in the fact that I like to do things really, really fast um, and run 100 miles an hour. So from there, Leslie and I got um, engaged and we moved out to Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, She graduated from the French Culinary Institute in Manhattan, so she's a chef. So I married someone who is beautiful and can cook, which is always a good, good, good combo. So um, when we did that, we moved out there and she said, hey, and we both kind of decided like, hey, she wanted to come out on the road with me. So she actually started caddying for me. So in 20, um, when I graduated, I kind of went, I was kind of on this quest to like obviously make it on tour, like be really good. And I had a really cool experience where um, one of my close friends in the family was this guy named Larry Zonka. I don't know if you know Larry Zonka. Larry won. He was the running back for the Miami Dolphins when they went undefeated. He's a Hall of Famer. Um, and long story short, to make a long story short, Jack Nicholas kind of owed Larry a favor because Larry had filled in for him to talk at the PGA um, or at the World Golf Hall of Fame. And obviously, if you're going to listen to Jack and Jack doesn't come, and Larry comes, who's great, but he's a football player. It's like, uh, you know, like, great. So he owed him a favor. So I sat down with Jack Nicholas. um, Friday of the week of the Memorial Tournament here, which is like Jack Nicholas's like busiest day of the year. And I had sat with him at first in his house, start went at like 11 o'clock for two hours. Um, and I'm sitting here with this guy who's the greatest golfer of all time, won more majors than anyone on the planet, and like my hometown hero because he's right here where I'm from. So it was kind of like, oh my gosh, what do you even ask this guy? And he said a ton of things, but two things that like basically has helped build this place that's always served as the backbone. One, which was um, he talked to me and introduced the concept of hitting a stock shot. So we've got this on the banner right up here. So that's basically a shot that's always playing offense. So like you're hitting a golf ball and it's always working towards the pin. Kind of like, kind of like the shot that's back there on the screen, right? So, um, and I was like, oh my gosh, like that's kind of like what I'm, what I'm after and what I'm wanting to do. And then he also talked talked to me 
the art of practicing biomechanics and playing my field, which I'll tell you a little bit more about that because it kind of ties into the TGR story. So from there, I went and played. Leslie and I played 40 weeks in 20 countries in 2014. So that's where I was down in South America um, that year with our kids. We traveled so much. Adler, my first, was born on June 9th. And we left June 20th, and he didn't sleep in his own bed till the middle of November. So it was a lot of hotel rooms <laughs> and a lot of driving. So um, so she, we, we did that for a while. We moved back home in 2014 because she said, I want to have the free, free babysitters, rightfully so, because she didn't want to travel anymore. And in 2014, um, one of my good close friends out in Scottsdale was this guy named Kevin Streelman, who plays on the PGA Tour. And Kevin had this, like, amazing man cave. And he, he basically, he had a great spot. And I told Leslie, I said, listen, sweetie, if we're going to move home, I want to have a place where I can hit balls like Kevin does, right? Like I want to have a spot. Well, when I moved home, there was a space in what was a CrossFit gym just down the street here in a kitchen. And it had like a simulator, like just like one of these bays. And that was in March of 20, we moved home in March of 2014. And I played that summer. I didn't really use this sim. And then in the winter in 2014, I started to like teach some lessons like in December. And I kind of like, I was like, maybe I could do some, do some of this stuff. And I started, my business brain started to think. And then in February, I taught my first lesson of February of 2015. And after like two months, I was teaching like 20 lessons, of, 20 lessons a week at like a hundred bucks an hour. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. I'm killing it. I don't need to travel. And um, at that moment, like I felt God kind of pulling on my heart to say, hey, maybe you shouldn't be playing golf anymore as a career, but maybe I want to pull you into coaching. Because as a player, I had the luxury of learning from basically what many would argue the greatest team of coaches on grass. Like I had Mike Bender as my swing coach, who's like one of my close personal friends. Now he's like, you know, I, I'm indebted to that guy forever for what he taught me. Um, he's top three in the world in teaching. And then Stan Utley for putting, who is amazing. One of the best putting coaches in the world, maybe the best putting coach in the world. James Siekman, who did short game. He was ranked best teacher in America, I think two years ago. And then P. Nielsen and Lynn Marriott from Vision 54, who've accounted for, I think they've developed like nine major champions or nine number one players in the world in like 290 PGA victories. I mean, it's crazy. So when I started teaching, I basically hit the ground running and I was like a culmination of these player of these coaches in one. So when I would talk to Mike, I would say to Mike, I was like, hey, Mike, like, what are you doing today? And he's like, I'm going up to Sea Island because he's in Florida to work with this guy named Zach Johnson, who plays on the tour. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what are you doing when you go up there? And he goes, well, I go up there and like Randy Myers is there and he's working on his body and Morris Pickens is there. He's working on his brain. And then Peter Sanders is there and he's working on his stats. And then we all come together and like work on Zach to make him great and win majors, which is what he was doing. I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to do that. But I'm broke and I have no money and I can't afford it. So when I came home, I kind of started teaching. I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to create something where like you put all of the coaching that a player needs under one roof because I was working with Lindsay. She was my trainer at the time. She's top 50 in the world. She was training Jason Day at the time to be world number one trainer for the President's Cup team. Like she was incredible. Um, and in 2014, I was kind of wrestling with her and Lindsay or her and Leslie. So I had like, she was working out. She, I was venting to her about what I was b battling in my brain about playing and this. And then Leslie at the same time at home and like we're trying to figure this out and I go to her and I go I want to build this thing where we're doing 
all of the coaching in under one roof. And right when I started teaching in 2015, it kind of started to blow up faster than I knew it to do with. I got ranked, you know, best young teacher in America by Golf Digest and ranked in the, uh, in the state of Ohio as the number one teacher in the state of Ohio. And then now I'm nominated top 50 and I got my master's as a trackman professional. So at that time I was one of, I think, like 47 in the world that basically understood the algorithm behind this thing was that was once capturing missiles for Denmark, right? Like that's kind of like what put me on the map of understanding all this stuff. So it went from this CrossFit gym and then we opened the facility right in Dublin center that had one bay and a gym and had, we also at the time we had this, this gentleman, good friend of mine named Dr. Todd Case who was handling the sports psychology. So we had the mind, the body and the skill. And then it went from one bay and then the two bays in 2016. And then I kicked my father-in-law out because he was running the back. And then we moved to the three bays in 2018 or 17. And then 2018, we went to six bays. And then we went to seven bays. And now we have 12 currently, which makes us the largest TrackMan facility. Definitely player development facility in North America. I think it's actually in the Western Hemisphere. Um, and we got PuttView and we got all this stuff. And really, it really kind of all culminated and came back to the conversation that I had with Nicholas, which was, you need to have a stock shot, which is why it's banner one, right? Because that's like what, when people are coming into TGR, they're saying, I go, hey, like, what'd you book a lesson for? They go, I want to be more consistent, which essentially is building a stock shot. And then he says, you need to learn how to practice by mechanics and play by feel, which what that really means is that most players, when they practice, they're practicing by feel and they're playing by mechanics. So they're on the range trying to feel what they should do in their swing. And then when they get on the golf course, they're like thinking a bazillion thoughts. And we need to flip the script to where their practice is really hard and like we're making them do what we want them to do. So we use a lot of um, our training methods here are very, it's almost like we have the Coca-Cola formula of players getting better which is why I think this place is exploding because people who come here, a lot of times with players, when they get lessons, they go, lessons don't work. But like lessons here do work because of how we train. It's very, 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 very different than anywhere, anywhere. So I've taken what Nicholas taught me as a young 22-year-old, like marinated on it and prayed about it and thought through it and then learned and went on this journey where I was like learning to build a stock shot, had all of the coaches and mentors to teach me the pillars of what you need to become great. And then now was so excited that goes, oh my gosh, I got to tell the world. So then we did that and then this thing blew up. So then it even went online. So then we have a company called The Golf Room Everywhere. So we're teaching like, I've got like 50 coaches online. We're teaching players all over the world. 12% of our usership's overseas. We teach like currently, we're teaching like 5,000 lessons a month. And then a whole college golf recruiting company called collegegolf.com. And then another company I started. So I'm basically kind of like a serial entrepreneur, but it's just because I get so excited about like just helping people and just bringing this message of them playing better. And that's kind of the quick but long backstory to TGR. Yeah, so like the mission statement for TGR is that we are working to make you the best version of yourself on the course and off the course. So many people say like, hey, why are you coaching? Few things, one is on a, the most important thing is that for me is that whether it's our junior academy or it's like the gentleman who's 57 years old, golf is a means for me to have dialogue with them about their life and their heart and their character. 
So golf gives me an opportunity to talk about like, hey, working hard for something and like managing your time and like self-talk and like the, me- the creation of memory and grit and like all of these things that we need as human beings. And golf is just the median in which I talk through those. It's like the river channels that I talk about those concepts with. So whether it was golf or whatever, it's really about the character and the heart of the human being. And then golf is the vessel that I'm doing it with. And then at the same time, it's also on a pure technical standpoint, I'm obsessed with like very visual. So like I love looking at video and there's nothing, a lot of people will be like, hey, like, you know, you're super busy. Like you probably only work with like tour players. And I'm like, no, I actually just like working with people who are super passionate about getting better. I don't care if you aren't good or if you're really good. Like if you're really good, but you're not coachable and you're not passionate about getting better, I don't really want to work with you. But like if you love the game and you're committed to getting better, but you kind of struggle, that's great. Because I love to see like the massive transformation changes that we can make in a player in really, really short time. I would say I'd be fairly confident in saying that we can change players' games and swings faster than anyone on the planet. We had a meeting today and I was saying that like, hey, out of all of the goals that we have of like, you know, revenue goals or academy goals or whatever the goals are, for me, like the most important goal that I have is I take a lot of pride in the, you know, and you've kind of seen it today when we talked about, but like I take a lot of pride in the 726 five-star reviews we had last year because we didn't have one bad review, like not one. And that says something, especially nowadays, because for being honest, like customer service sucks. Like it's not good anymore. Whatever, what, when COVID happened, like permissions, companies just seem to have a permission slip to not be very good. So I take great pride in the fact that like we are serving the customer to walk towards them on hands and knees with arms out saying like, how can I serve you? Like, what can I do to make your day better? We have this t-shirt where <laughs> Leslie had, um, she pointed, she has this picture of me where I'm going to the golf course in TBC Scottsdale and I'm carrying like a cone and like a, like a putting arc and like these training aids and noodles are out of my bag and journals. And I remember going and I would always like, you know, I kind of was just like, you know, I don't know. My, I, my swing's great. So like I'm using all the stuff, but like I'll beat you. So like, what are we, what are you, why are you making fun of me? Right. But I wanted to create, that was part of a little bit of the TGR thing is like, you know, I wanted to create something where people had a safe spot to be who they are and practice with how they should be. Because most people, if we're being honest, if they're gonna go out to the course and bring a noodle with a shaft, they're gonna feel like 700 people were looking at them or a cone. But in here, like they walk by and the guy just was like, oh yeah, I did that last week. It's almost like here, if you're not training that way, you're in the minority. So like, this is a place where the nerds hang out to get better. Like we're all crazy to get better and like, it's kind of like, these are my people. Like, these are the people that I want to be around because they are passionate about getting better and I'm passionate about getting better. And like, these are my people. Well, one thing, obviously, like when you walk in, it's amazing when you, I would probably say that 80% of the people that are walking in pull their phone and they just start filming. Cause they're like, this is incredible, which it is. It is absolutely nuts. Like if you love golf, you can't walk through these doors and not be completely wowed, which is great. But the most things is like when the person's coming into TGR, I want them to feel the warmth and the love and the compassion that my staff and myself as an extension of me 
and Leslie that we are giving to the customers say that we authentically, wholeheartedly care about you. And in regards of what TGR may become, I don't know. I mean, it, it really is in what's God's plans for it. I'm not God. So like whatever those plans may be, um, I'm on board with, whether it's more growth and my, my heart, like what I'd love is to teach more. My goal to be tr- super transparent is to teach more lessons through the golf room and the golf room everywhere than anyone on the planet and to use the golf room as a vessel to invest into the lives and the characters and the hearts of all of those people. And they're using this as the conduit, if you will, to like mold them just to be a better version of themselves because we all can be better, right? Like we can all be better. So um, that's kind of the goal of the heart of it is just to continue to move where I feel called to move um, and love where we feel called to love. So to be honest, like we have a lot of really, 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 really good talent that comes through here. Uh, we also have a lot of talent that comes through that like, which is probably maybe even the better stories are the kids that like, hey, I play golf and I'm 12 and I shoot 65 on nine holes. And they're like, that's great. Do you love golf? And they're like, yeah, I'm obsessed. I'm like, oh my God, this is gonna be amazing. Like we're gonna take you from 65 to 35 in like a year and a half and it's gonna be epic. But I think where the true heart of where this whole thing is, is like, would it be great if like, we had kids like one day go and win tour events? I guess, but like, I don't really care. What I really care about is that when those kids leave these four walls, whether they've come through our Performance Academy, our Development Academy, or even started as a young junior, like a five-year-old in our Future 36 Academy, is that they leave with the character to be amazing at life because the life is hard and there are attributes that people need to be successful in life. And those are the things that we are really trying to pour into. So that's actually more of my trophy. I get more joy when I get people that come up to me and they go, oh my gosh, like that Owen that he comes, he is such a nice kid. And like, he's amazing. I'm like, ah, yes, that's great. Like that is what I'm after more than like, hey, your kids win everything. But like, they're not, you know, if I get that, like, but if they're like not nice or whatever, that's like, oh my gosh, like we have to have a sit down. We need to talk about that. I don't care about the trophy. What I care about is like the heart of the player. Um, and the trophies come second, quite frankly. Like every year, I mean, I can talk about, like there was a girl, um, McKenna Brown, who came, McKenna came to the academy her junior going into senior year. So I started working with McKenna in September of her junior year, um, just entering her senior year. Um, so actually, I guess she was a senior and she shot 97 that year, that summer, like that was her average, wanted to play college golf. She was actually a drag racer and then she went back to it, which was pretty cool. Um, and a year later she went from shooting 97 to 78 and then went to play golf at Florida Atlantic, like 12 months later, which is crazy because college golf was of no hope to her. Um, I have another kid, his name was Miles Miller. He was here in Dublin. He couldn't even make his high school team as a senior. And then he came to me. He goes, I really want to play college golf. And I go, bro, like, I love you, but you can't even make your high school team. That's kind of hard. And he goes, yeah. And by the way, it has to be Division One. I. I go, okay. Well, um, if you give me 18 months, I'll make it happen. If you're in, I'm in. And he goes, I'm in. And then he did it. And now he's actually playing at University of Dayton. Right? So he... 
didn't make his high school team, and then 18 months later, playing now at the University of Dayton. So, like, and I mean, we have story upon story upon story of, like, these things. Like, I think our niche is not so much, like, you know, I work with, like, I work with a girl who's top 10 in the world, and, like, she's she's always been great, and the boys that are really good. But I think our niche is, like, actually taking that player who shoots, who's maybe a freshman or sophomore and they shoot 85 or 82 or 79 or 87, 890 or whatever. And they're kind of outside the circle of being able to take it to the next level and then working on them and then making their skill, body and mind so good that they now have an opportunity to play college golf. And then also because of the systematic approach of how we organize things and what we demand out of the players, it gives them an opportunity to learn some of the life skills that they need, like communication and interpersonal skills and professionalism and time management and all those things necessary to be great at life. They learn that stuff in academy. So not only are they getting better, but then they're also learning the traits to be great at the workplace. So did I always know that this would happen? Um, in a weird way, yeah. And that's mostly because of the fact that I think that of like any entrepreneur, inside the entrepreneur, there's like, there's like a renegade, like craziness, little wire that's off that's like, yeah, like it's always gonna work. Like we always are gonna get it, right? And that's, that's kind of like what it always is. So failing, was not an option. It's not an option. Like, it's going to work. That's it. So, like, I actually had, an, I had a, I, um, a student of mine. He was in an entrepreneur class at a school, high school here, really good high school here. And he, he called me to interview me one day. He goes, hey, when you started this, like, what'd you worry about? And I go, worry about what? Like, you, there's no time to worry. Like, I can't worry about if it fails or whatever. I mean, with this place, like, you know, there, there's no other investor in here. Like, it's just me. I have no other money. It's mine, and my whole life is on the line here. So it has to work, and it will work. But at the same time, like, is this it? No. Was the other place? The other place was great. Like, still one of the best in the country and super nice. But was that it? No. And is this it? No. But what's next? I don't know, right? I'm just going to wait and hear and listen what to what my next pat calling is and then hopefully just walk faithfully in that direction and it is what it is and if it's great and it works out awesome and if it doesn't that's okay too Hey guys, it's Kyle again, and I just opened up a brand new text line so that you guys can um, basically text me all of your questions. I'm going to be spending about 10 to 30 minutes every day answering these questions. So stop what you're doing and send a message to this number, area code 614-541-1988, right? And I'm going to be answering these questions. And just when you send it, when you send that text message, just say hello, and then I'm going to text you back. You can save my number. Then you can text me anytime, any question that you may have, and and then um, we can just stay communicate. We can stay connected through this texting line. And through this texting line, I'm also going to be giving away free swag. I'm going to be telling you about new video series that are coming up or anything that might be happening inside our community. So stop what you're doing. Text me at 614-541-1988. And I look forward to texting with you guys soon.